Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, and autobiographical pals, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, the podcast born from one person saying you should listen to this and the other person saying, yeah, absolutely. I'll get on that. Totally. And both of you knowing it's not going to happen. So we created this environment. We created this experience. So we both are forced to listen to things. However, this episode is a draft episode. We get one of, we get one of these a month. Yep. And we had a request to draft the BC boys. Yeah, we did. So that's what we're here to do. I am your co-host, Brand. I'm here with my co-host, Scott. Scott, what's hello. up? Hello, hello. I'm 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 here. You're here for the boys. For for the Beastie Boys. You're here for the Beasties. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they have eight albums. They do. Eight studio albums. There's cheating could be involved. Scott always finds out a way to cheat. I had an idea for a fifth that we could do. Like we could draft a single Beastie Boy. I'm good. <laughs> I don't feel like drafting Beastie Boys. I don't. I don't know which boy is my favorite. I know which one's vocals don't do much for me. I know that. <laughs> gotcha. But even then, I I don't know. So yeah. we we will not be drafting individual. We won't draft boys individual of boys today. <laughs> Rick Rubin. I will not draft Rick, Rick Rubin either. Also, <laughs> I while listening to these records, paid close attention to these liner notes on Amazon Music and. Ruben isn't credited on any of the records as just a the first one just the first one yeah. but i believe he's an exec producer on the other ones and if he's an exec producer you know he was in that studio talking his shit yeah. and man it's such a, a half and half by the way we we couldn't get through a beastie boys episode without talking about Rick Rubin. oh i it's he's in the notes yeah, yeah I, no. I wish he wasn't but here's the thing yeah it's half jealousy maybe more than half because yeah a whole lot and then half like okay like let's let, you're a little fool yourself but he's full of himself because he's been getting paid for 40 years for do doing nothing, nothing but, but listening to music have an opinion yeah <laughs> listening to music and being like i like that like in interviews they'll be like oh so you can't play a keyboard you can't mix anything and they'll say no i just have an opinion it's like, i just have an ear shit Holy yeah. shit. It's worked out for him. Opinion. That's what that's where the jealousy comes from. Because it's yeah, worked it out. For sure. But 
it I don't know. There's a part of me that it bothers to my core that he's this renowned producer that doesn't produce. Right. <laughs> That's the issue. I think the title producer is the issue. Yeah. But okay, we're not here to draft Rick Rubin. That could be no. a draft that I I could get behind. There's definitely some records he the Rick Rubin draft. Yeah, there's definitely some records he quote produced. <laughs> I could I could get behind that. There's he's got a a wide variety of stuff that he's had his fingers in. Yeah, and you're taking that... five Chili Peppers records. No, <laughs> no, maybe one. You really think that out of his entire discography? The, even the fifth best oh, of no. you that you're gonna take is a chili pepper jerk. No, I'm saying if we ran the whole thing. No, I was I would just talk. Oh man, we don't need a four part group draft. This is a recruitment <laughs> episode. We're here to talk about the Beastie Boys. Do you wanna do you wanna shout out your boy who gave us this? Greg, this was you. So whatever happens here. It's all on Greg. It's on you. And you're welcome, or we're sorry. I don't know what you expected out of this. I don't know what you <laughs> yeah. wanted out of this. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But Scott, you got the notes. I do have the notes. Let's kick this thing. Let's do it. Beastie Boys were an American hip-hop group from New York City that formed in 1981. The group was composed of Michael, Mike D. Diamond, who does vocals, of course, but also plays drums. Adam, MCA Yock, vocals and plays bass. And Adam, Ad-Rock, Horowitz, does vocals, guitar, and programming. So two things up top. Yeah. I think we also need to remember how fucking early in hip-hop this shit was. 81. 81 is crazy early. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang was, is that, is that the name of that? Right? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. That was 78? 79? Something like that, yeah. So early. And Jewish boys. And from the hardcore punk scene. Yes. They started yeah. off as a hardcore punk band. Before any we get into anything that seems negative, I yeah. need to say the amount of respect that I have for the Beastie Boys and the amount of contributions that they've made to not hip-hop specifically, to music, and yeah. to me feeling comfortable listening to hip-hop. Because without the Beastie Boys, that may have never happened. Yeah, right. There's a possibility that never happened. As a white person myself, that may yeah. have never happened. I don't think there's Eminem without the Beastie Boys. Oh, no. There's so many rappers that aren't happening yeah. if Beastie Boys don't happen. Yeah, so I, I need to get it out that I respect the Beastie Boys. And yeah. Whether I enjoy the Beastie Boys. That's we, something different. We, we will get to that. Yeah. But it, it is super early in hip-hop music. 81 is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Even if their first album didn't come out till 86? Uh, I believe so. 86. 86. I believe it's 86. 86. November 15th, 1986. Even if their first album didn't come out till then, I mean, they were still doing things. And when you listen to that album, it wasn't just a one-off of, hey, let's just do this out of nowhere. Like It was planned. Oh, yeah. But, sorry, continue the notes. I just wanted <laughs> to say that Beastie Boys are respected by me, at least. I don't know if Scar is Oh, guys. no, I do. I actually... I got into listening to this audio book, the Beastie Boys book, and it's like it's it's grown my respect for them immensely. If I'm being honest, I've always respected the Beastie Boys. I respect everything they've done for music. I respect them as individuals because they were they they seem to always be on the correct side of things. Yeah, I, early on, they they were had young. a they had a sense of humor and were young that. 
it was questionable, but they've turned it they turned it around pretty early on after that. Yeah. And then I started respecting them a lot. I mean, not I wasn't listening to Beastie Boys in '86. I was four, but like as I realized what was going on with them, I began to get more respect for them. So please continue the notes. Sure. Uh, Beastie Boys were formed out of members of experimental hardcore punk band the Young Aborigines, which was formed in 1979. After achieving local success with the 83 comedy hip-hop single Cookie Puss, Beastie Boys made a full transition to hip-hop. So they went full hip-hop after 83. Still early as shit. 83 still early as shit. Cookie Puss was just like a prank phone call set to a hip-hop beat Mm. about a cookie cake. Or, yeah, an ice cream? I think an ice cream cake. Just, just, Just to be like, let's just put us in this realm here. They made the full transition in 83. Run DMC self-titled album didn't come out till 84. Yeah, and they got in with Run DMC really early too. Yeah. I mean, what what we could basically look at as one of the 10 posts of modern rap music, NWA straight out of Compton, five years after that. Yeah. Like five years after Beastie Boys said, we're going to do this hip-hop thing. Exactly. NWA put out straight out of Compton. So yeah. Just, just to get us in this mindset and this mindset was hard to get in while listening this week. Right. And this, the, the, while, while studying for this draft. <laughs> I, I mean, I think a lot of that is because I wasn't listening to only Beastie Boys. I was listening to modern rap music too. So right. the comparison is tough. It's so strange going from like their first record yeah. to anything. Like, anything new. Yeah. Yeah. And I have some of that in my in my individual album now, so we'll get there on some. Okay. Uh, in 1985, the Beastie Boys toured with Madonna and a year later released their debut album. 1986's License to Ill was the first rap record to top the Billboard 200 chart. Fun fact. Yeah. On that tour with Madonna. Yeah. I believe Rick Rubin was the DJ. So I would agree, but I was listening to that book and Rick Rubin wasn't like the most reliable of people to be the DJ. Imagine that. Yeah. So I think he might have DJed a, a couple, handful of a shows, shows, and then yeah, they had a different DJ that had to had to slide in for him. Okay. I just knew that he was a part of it at some some facet. I knew he was yeah. at some of the shows. Well, the, I mean, they met him, and he was pretty much nobody's too. Like yeah. it, it was. It's this weird chance encounter of. <laughs> Rick Rubin, Russell Simmons, and the Beastie Boys mm-hmm. all getting together at the right time to make this happen. And it's so wild. On the other side, imagine going to see Madonna and the yeah. Beastie Boys are over. Right. Who's that for? <laughs> like, I, did, 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 did they think, did Madonna's people think, yeah, no, no brainer. Every Madonna fan will love the Beastie Boys. It feels weird to me, but right. is this when record labels were putting together shows? Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. Because they, oh, I just listened to it in the book. Madonna's people called Russell Simmons because they wanted, I think they wanted Run DMC to open for her. And they Again, were busy. That feels wild too. Yeah. It, yeah. And then Run DMC was, were busy. So then they asked, they asked somebody that wasn't part of Russell Simmons. They weren't, he had nothing to do with them. And he was like, oh no, they're busy too. 
but I do have the Beastie Boys. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, let's do it. So all I'm hearing is we have Madonna to thank for hip hop music. That's all I'm hearing. Oh, Madonna is one of the key facets of making oh, hip hop pop music. Sure. We'll, Thanks, we'll throw that in there. Appreciate you, Queen. <laughs> In 1994, Yach and activist Aaron Potts organized the Tibetan Freedom Concert in order to raise awareness of human rights abuses by the Chinese government on the Tibetan people. Yach became aware of this after hiking in Nepal and speaking with Tibetan refugees. The events became annual and shortly after went international with acts such as Live, Mike Mills, and Michael Stipe of REM, Rage Against the Machine, The Smashing Pumpkins, and U2. I like one and a half of those. <laughs> they were talking in the book how Yawk did just crazy shit on his own. That checks he, out. Yeah. So hiking in, like, I always thought hiking into, like, in Nepal would be like, Everest. Who, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, as far as like a well known name, because okay. in 94, yeah, they were known. But like, he, they, he's known for like, jumping out of a helicopter snowboarding and like doing all this crazy stuff so you're saying that he created yeah. action sports there we go <laughs> he was had his finger at everything everything the, everything everything the respect is unsurmounted unsurmounted unsur that's not the word the respect the respect is unmatched someone yes. else looking for but that word works the respect is unmatched <laughs> right uh, Beastie Boys have sold over 20 million records in the United States and had seven platinum selling albums from 86 to 2004. They're the biggest selling rap group since Billboard began recording sales in 1991. In 2012, they became the third rap group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In the same year, Yauk died of cancer and Beastie Boys disbanded. The remaining members have released several retrospective works, including a book, a documentary, and a career-spanning comp compilation album. So there it is. We laid it out. We laid out the Beastie Boys. I hope we got across that we do respect the Beastie Boys. We do respect the Beastie Boys. We're looking solely at their work here, and this is not a judgment. <laughs> this is not a judgment of them as people. This is not a judgment as them as individuals. This is not a judgment of them as a group. But these individual works, we put under the magnifying glass. When you magnify anything enough, you will find a problem. Yeah, very true. That being said, oh, we played rock, paper, scissors. We did. You won, Scott. So... I finally won one. It's and been I... like months since I've won one. Finally, according to you. It's been a while. Stained. I I had said when we started rock, paper, scissors <laughs> that I don't care. I don't <laughs> care if I get first pick or not. Yeah. So, Scott, please, with your first pick and the Beastie Boys discography yeah. draft, what do you got? I'm going to go with Ill Communication. Okay. It starts off with a dog. I love it. We get Sure Shot to, to kick it off, which is Sure Shot is a great opener. It's, it's an a excellent great opener. opener. Yeah. All I knew of Beastie Boys before this really was the big hits, right? Yeah. And Same here, basically. Some, Same here. Yeah, they have some on every record, it seems. Mm -hmm. And Sure Shot is one of those. Sabotage was a huge hit. I loved that and the video. I love tough guy backing up sure shot tough guy is a perfect example of how these dudes can make an excellent punk track yeah exactly yeah yeah and th this whole record it expertly mixes the silliness with the self-awareness i think that's what 
I had a problem wrapping my head around for mm-hmm. the for the early records. Agreed. Was the sense of humor and the silliness because yeah. I think we're used to hip hop being too serious, very serious, too right? Serious. Especially now, like we talk all the time, you and I. The drug bars are huge. Mm-hmm. The violence, but also that's what we listen to. But that's what we listen to. Right? There are yeah. still like comedic rappers out there. We just don't delve into those really. Yeah, I, I guess what I want is like dirty. Yeah, angry, grimy. give me the grimy shit. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the kind of hip hop I'm into. Yeah, so there was a layer of oh, we gotta. I had to listen to it different. Yeah, agreed. That's agreed. why, like, B boys making with the freak freak. I was like, what the shit is this? But backing up tough guy made it fun. Root down. I love root down. Uh, Get it together with Q-tip is fantastic. That Q-tip song is great, but I think overall it's detrimental to the record. Really? Yeah, because the song itself is great. And I will take that song over and over, whatever. But when you bring in somebody who is a rapper of the caliber of Q-tip, it really shines a light more on, and I'm not saying the BC Boys are bad rappers. They're just different rappers. Yeah. And Q-Tip yeah. is expertly doing what Q-Tip does. And then the Beastie Boys followed up with whatever they got going. Yeah, right. It's a great song. But yeah. when you add that into the record, I think it hurts the record. Yeah. Um, also, getting into this, I didn't realize how many instrumental tracks were on Beastie Boy records. Yeah, and we will get into this with most of their records, but yeah, cut them, cut the fucking right. tracks, and they're better records. Yeah, like this didn't need to be fifty nine minutes and fifty seven seconds. On the flip side of that, though, if I get their like the reverb and feedback of their mics for forty minutes straight, yeah, oh, it might be tough because the mixing on their vocals is rough for me at times sometimes yeah this one this record they they managed to kind of rein it in a hair so mm-hmm. like there's i think the features help because i don't think you want q-tip with that same reverb feedback oh yeah verse. yeah i think got biz marquee featured on uh do it yeah i love biz yeah heart attack man is wild it's i i just love side a of this record biz marquee feature checks out because he he was silly too He's yeah, he was silly yeah, too. So he fits sure. right in. Yeah. There are there is some production on this, especially on uh like the update. I I don't like I don't like the production at all. Okay. It's almost like a shoegaze burying of the vocals behind the beat, and I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, sometimes they do that where they really, really bury the vocals, and I'm just like, why are they even saying words? Like And most of the beats, they're cool. But yeah. they're they're very the like the A B A B like they're very there's not much variance in them. It's right. it's very like oh once we get the beat once we get three bars of the beat I know what this beat is like we're, yeah. we, it's not going to do much other than that. It's a great yeah. beat, but it's not going to change much. Right. All the instrumental tracks you talked about: Sabrosa, Bobo on the Corner, Flutterman's Roll, Eugene's Lament, Ricky's Theme, Shambala, and Translations. Cut them all. Cut them all. Don't <laughs> yeah. need any of them. Yeah. Don't need one of those in here. Yeah. The the instrumentals get a bit much they become taxing but i had to have this record because i just love sure shot and sabotage so much and then realized how much i liked root down and i forgot get it together was on here 
Heart Attack Man sounds like Black Flag. Yeah. It sounds just like Black Flag, I, which and would make sense say, for the time. I love the punk songs in it, too. Yeah, the punk songs are excellent. Yeah. And the beat on... Oh, God damn it, I knew it. I, I should never type because I'm not going to say it. The beat on Bodhisattva Vow is insane. Yeah. There's like Gregorian chants in the beat. It's right. crazy. Yeah. That is an accomplishment of a beat. That thing is wild. Right. So you, I could hear that today and be just as impressed. And they were doing it in 19. This was it, the 94. Oh, it is 94. Yeah. 94. Yeah. They were doing that. Come on. Now. Yeah. That crazy. I didn't know Sabotage was on this record. I would have bet money Sabotage was on a different record. I always thought Sabotage was on a different record. Oh, yeah. But that Sabotage, Sabotage is excellent. Man, I forget what talk show it was or what late night show it was, but I saw them perform this song on a late night show mm-hmm. and they were playing the they were playing the instruments mm-hmm. and doing it. And I was like, oh, God, that's so cool. And that was the end of it for you. You were like, yeah. oh, Beastie Boy like, for life. Nah. You went and got a BC tattoo that night. Whoa. <laughs> nah, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. It's absolutely in their upper tier of records. Without yeah. a doubt. No communication yeah. is without a doubt in their upper tier of records. Yeah. Not my favorite of theirs, but I needed it. I get it. I yeah. get it. And because you took that one, I think yeah. I'm... There is one I need, but there's mm-hmm. one I feel like I need to take. Okay. Like, am I playing the game or am I playing with my heart? I don't know. Okay. I got to do it. All right. I got to go with the one I want. I gotta go with the one that I think is their best album. Just don't be the one I want. <laughs> There's one that I believe I should take. Yeah. But I'm not taking it. I'm taking what I believe is their best album. Oh, no. I think you're taking the one I want. It is To The Five Birds. That's the one. Yeah. That's the only one that I really, <laughs> really enjoyed. I think it's, it's their best album. Yeah. I think, And, I, and I, when I say it's their best album, I mean as an album, it functions the best as well as gives me what i want the most yeah it opens with a hit and that is fucking needed yeah you need to get me excited about this you can't just leave me in with some bullshit instrumental it it doesn't work for me i need to be excited about what i'm getting into yeah check it out is is excellent even two tracks in i think the production of the vocals is much better than what we've Mm -hmm. gotten yeah i feel like it's a little more grounded it's a little more based in reality now is this grounding in this reality we're basing it in based off current hip-hop probably yeah because some of the stuff some of the other stuff man it's we'll get to it on other records we're not talking about other records we're talking about two to five bros that's where yeah at least it's not constantly them yelling over loud beats it feels like they're (laughs) actually rapping here they're actually doing things not that they weren't rapping before yeah but this feels like an actual hip-hop record as opposed to there's less silliness, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. There's a little less silliness in it. They're well, no, it. it's they're incredibly serious. This is like their yeah. conscious record. Like this one, yeah. they, yeah, I, I really, oh, fuck, I'm mad at myself. I should have taken it with the first bit. This is the one that I really, really liked. Yeah, you definitely lot. should have taken it then. You definitely should have taken yeah. it. Well, then again, I almost didn't. There's another one I almost took, but for other reasons. Yeah. Right, right now, now beat is much mellower and it lets them create the energy as opposed to the beat creating energy and then matching it, which is what happens in a lot of their records. The beat has so much energy that in order for them to get there to that level, they have to be at a different energy level. Mm -hmm. This one allows them to be at whatever energy level they want and they create the energy, which I think is where they thrive. I think their energy is what I want. The beat energy can do what it needs to do. 
I don't need it to do crazy things. Yeah. I want to say maybe until like the alchemist, though, I did think that he needed to do things. Right. Right. But like when you have good enough rappers on a mellow, relaxed beat, they'll that's find the, it. I love that. That's my and, that's my favorite. That's my bread and butter right there. And they create the energy. That's not yeah. saying anything against these producers that do create the energy with these heavy, thick track beats, even that I love also. But them creating the energy is what I needed. They they pick up the pace a bit through rhyme and rhyme well and triple trouble. And because they give me different speed, I'm on board and more open for this. Yeah. It's not just the boom, 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 same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. If you're a Beastie Boys fan, that's probably what you wanted. Probably. But as a just general hip-hop fan, I like these different speeds they're throwing out. I like yeah. them giving me one thing, slowing it down a little bit, giving me that, speed it back up, give me that, slow it back down, give me that. It helps me in the record. It helps me deal with the record as a whole. Yep. Hey, Fuck You is a fun diss track. I love, I love that song. Really fun. Really yep. fun diss track. Yep. Oh, Word is good. I like mm-hmm. that track a lot. Yep. Crawl Space is actually mixed with vocals too deep in the mix. We got that shoot gay situation again. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the, the, the t- tracks called Crawl Space. Are we supposed to feel kind of closed in? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. We would need like crazy liner notes to figure that one out. Right. As a complete album, this is absolutely the first time in their discography that I feel like they succeeded in, in making a complete album. Right. Now, I'm not I- saying the other ones weren't complete. For me, they weren't complete because they were mostly too long. Those yeah. instrumental tracks, the instrumentals, yeah, were like speed bumps almost. But they yeah. shouldn't have been. It should have been the other way. Like they should have made me relax, but it didn't because right. I knew how long the track, the record was. The changing speeds and vibes is necessary. It's actually a good complete album, really solid, even if it only has one hit. Yeah, it does. That's only the have thing. Some the of their other, hit. some of their other tr- records have three, four, five hits, which yeah. is absolutely insane. But even with just the one, this is a great, solid hip-hop record. It's my it's my favorite Beastie Boys record. Yeah, I believe me too. it is their best output that they did. This is their most complete. This is the Beastie Boys I wanted all. Yeah. Just this. This is this, and it's kind of what I remembered. Like I remembered to check it out. And that's kind of the sound I wanted. There's there's other tracks on other records that are more what I remember, but that right. is what I wanted. I wanted that sound. Yeah, I I love an open letter to NYC. I think that track is phenomenal and heartfelt to the five boroughs is probably the one record I would own. I would own it. Yeah, I would buy it. Would I spin it a lot? Probably spin, not a lot. I would spin a lot of what I got. Yeah, probably not a lot, but I could, I could see myself owning it. I haven't looked for it yet. Yeah. I, I really, I really like it a lot. And that cover art, I like the cover art a lot too. Drawn New York skyline. Twin Towers still on there? I love it. You you love the Twin Towers? No, no, no. I love the cover. Okay. I, the weird I love it there. I just wanted to yeah, check, check, check what we were doing. I need to check. I need to make sure what we were doing here. I need to see yeah. what kind of episode this was. Yeah. I think we got our fill of 9-11 jokes in the last episode. Did we? Yeah, it was Ben Folds. He put his record oh, out. Oh, that's on, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Put his record out on 9-11. On 9-11. Yeah. Oof. All right. So there's my first pick. I'm good. I can sit back at the cut now. I'm good. So, Todd, what is your second pick? Damn, I'm going to sit back in the cut and be angry with Beastie myself. Beastie Boys draft. Second pick. That was the one I wanted. Shit, what the fuck do I want now? I don't even I don't even care. Oh, boy. 
If you don't uh, care, I can give you one to take that I don't want. There is one record. I'm not allowing you to pick for me. There is one record I absolutely don't want. And if it comes down to I have to pick that, I'm saying it right now. I won't pick a record. I, I'll walk out of here with three picks. Yeah, I'm going to go with Check Your Head. Okay. That's the next one in the line that I enjoyed, I guess. Okay. Wow. Long fall from to the five boroughs to check your head there. It really is like just the sound of your voice. You can hear it, right? Uh, to the five boroughs was the one I listened to the most, just because I enjoyed it the most. Yeah, and then ill communication was the next one, but like as a whole, I didn't like ill communication as much. Here's the thing: I think Beastie Boys were never; they should have never been presented as a full album band. And you could almost say I, about I don't. Hip-hop. I don't know that they were. That's what I mean. If you put on, if you shuffle Beastie Boys and you get 15 of their hits, they're great. Yeah. Like if a greatest you, hits record. Yeah. Beautiful. They can even it. tell you, sit down. And if you listen to one track, it's going to be fun. It's when it all just continues to build and that snowball builds. It's like, oh, this is this, this is it. This, yeah. This is what we're getting. Yeah. That's where I. That's where it falls apart for me. When when I'm listening to a whole album, it falls apart. If you give me one or two tracks, great. I think the Beastie Boys are excellent. Yeah. When I'm listening to whole albums, I'm judging the whole album, and I don't think they're great whole albums. And half of that could be hip hop because there's a lot of hip hop records that aren't great full albums. Right. Most, most hip hop records are not great the whole way through. Yeah, it's hard to listen to, especially older hip hop. Yeah. You know. 80s early 90s oh I, I have that some of my notes for this for this record that we're talking about right now first off for check your head for check your head there's a lot of scratching on this one like yeah. there's a lot of record scratching i kind of like it i don't know why it stands out to me so much on this because it was happening in the other ones but yeah stands out. i basically had my fill of record scratching from watching say what karaoke on mtv spring break in 2000 from dj scribble I have I no idea what that is. It was a it was, when they MTV used to go to spring break and they would have like game shows and Dave Home hosted Say What Karaoke and okay. DJ Scribble was the in-house DJ and they would just like and there's our DJ DJ Scribble and they'd head over to me to scratch for like 20 seconds and then that'd be it. I got enough. I don't need <laughs> anymore. Like that's basically all the scratching I need. Okay. Finger looking good is the closest to a single and boy do I need a single. Oh, I love I gratitude. I think was a single. Okay, to me, finger looking good is the closest any of these got for me. Okay. Oh no. So what you want was a single too. Okay, I didn't. It just wasn't that. huge. Like okay. it, it was definitely not as big as some other singles they had. But so what you want? It was he was big. Uh, gratitude was a single. I half want to say past the mic was a single, but I'm not 100 percent sure if I just really like that song. Okay. This is where the 80s hip hop comes in here because without singles and without like, pulling me in like that, I can't not focus on the the, the nursery rhyme, Melly Mel ass. Oh, what's upon a time not long ago? <laughs> and that's all I continually hear in a lot of these and in a lot of these and they're older records. I hear the yeah. nursery rhyme ass rap, but that's just kind of what hip hop was. Yeah. So it's hard for me to justify judging it by that completely and that's what the whole genre was it's it's hard because we're trying to wrap our heads around the silliness along with the dated older style of hip-hop and yeah it's it's a lot to wrap your head around when you're used to west side gun (laughs) (laughs) by the end of this one i'm left floating in between two feelings 
Yeah. And it's two feelings that you don't really want from an album. And it's I'm either bored or I'm, an, or I'm annoyed. Gotcha. So, like, that's not where you want to be listening yeah. to a full record. Some of these tracks are good. Again, take, take these individual tracks. Play me one track, maybe two tracks, and I'll enjoy them. Yeah. When you throw them all together, it's too much for me. I get it. I don't think this one's great. I'm glad you took this. This wasn't the one I didn't want. But I'm sure. I, I hope you get stuck with the one you didn't want because I I'm don't not, know. I won't take it. I won't take it. <laughs> uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about these records individually. <laughs> okay. Especially after you took the one I liked. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to, it kind of comes down to singles, really. Yeah. And what hit my ear. And, um, Really, it's kind of like the battle of side A's for me with the Beastie There's Boys. There's a lot of that, but I feel like that's because they're so long. They're so, that's what I was just going to say. It's because they're so long. Although, To the Five Bros is the one that starts the their kind of normal album line. They're not 60 minutes. They're 42, 43 minutes. Yeah, you know. Which is they're, acceptable. They're like second to last record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm getting the one that I didn't know I was that, that I was going to take in lieu of to the five bros because it was okay. either this one or to the five bros. And this yeah. one I felt like I needed to take for the draft for strategy. Sure. License to ill. Yeah, that debut. was Yeah, that uh, was going to be the next one for me, but I mean they have some of the biggest singles of all time in a row on this record. Yeah, it's crazy. You have Girls, Fight for Your Right, and No Sleep Till Brooklyn is a crazy three-track three run. That's yeah. insane to have on a record in a row. Yeah. They have two formulas to their songwriting on this record, I feel. Okay. They have the standard 80s hip-hop, or they have the guitar-driven, let's call it what it is, extremely prototype new metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because hip-hop with guitars, new metal. They were doing it way before, way before. I suspend a lot of belief for most hip hop. Like I'll listen to something knowing that these things didn't happen or hoping they didn't because that means I'm listening to a bad person. But there's a part of me that's really hard to believe the Beastie Boys were robbing people at gunpoint in the mid to late 80s. But it's their it's their storytelling. It's also their silliness. It's it's weird. I don't know where the line is drawn between their silliness and their them being heartfelt. Yeah. And especially when it's all done in the nursery rhyme rhymes where I'm just like, okay, sure. I think, I think most of everything off of License to Ill was a joke. Yeah. And the silliness, just because the misogyny runs deep in this record. It does. It yeah. sure does. And, um, but if we're and, being honest, misogyny still runs deep in most rap music, most hip hop music. Oh, yeah. I know. It sucks. It's there. Yeah. But it sucks. Yeah, it really does. Brass Monkey's maybe my favorite track off here. I love Brass Monkey. It, it's super good. It it I actually had it as a ringtone at one point. That's hey, how much I like Brass Monkey. That's funny. Slow and Low is really solid. There is a lot of fat on here though. I would trim a lot of this. This yeah. thing, honestly, cut everything out with those seven singles and we'll be alright. <laughs> Give me those. I, don't seven. Know, I like I like Paul Revere. That's a good track. It's fine. It doesn't stand out to me. Again. It's the storytelling of it that I like. I wish that and I hold it dis- now. Hit it is super good. I wish I disliked Beastie Boys more because yeah. it's it's easy to come in here when you love something. It's yeah. easy to come in here when you hate something. Yeah, and something is just fine. It's rough, and I feel like that's where I'm at with a lot of this. Yeah, that, that's where I've been at. Like it's not bad. Yeah, but I don't love it. 
So I'm just like, it's fine. I don't really have anything negative to say, but on the on the other end, I don't really have anything super positive to say either. Right. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I'll take license to ill because of those massive hits. The massive hits. Yeah. Massive hits. So Scott, what is your third? Hello, nasty, I guess. Okay. Glad you got it. Was that the one? No, but I didn't want it. I don't oh, okay. like that record. That thing is longer. It's than, super long. It's it's longer than anything I've ever listened to. And I've listened to four hour podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I don't know. It's <laughs> what, what what an explanation. I know. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah that's oh. pretty much it. No, I um I guess I like intergalactic. Yeah. And uh, that, by the way, another that, one. I thought it was on the next record. I thought Intergalactic was on To the Five Birds. Nope. Because that was a big one on MTV. I remember yeah. the video. Spike I Jones like, directed it. I like the beat being Intergalactic, Planetary, Planetary, Intergalactic. Yeah. And then another dimension, another dimension, another <laughs> yes. dimension, another dimension. Like, I'd, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. I'd, I didn't realize it was somebody saying another dimension. Mm-hmm. Ever, I don't think until I, I listened didn't know, to it this time. I didn't know it was uh, intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic until I don't know five years ago. Uh, yeah, and it blew my mind because I listened to it. I was like, "Oh my god, it is!" Yeah, like, that's it what was happened with another, the, another dimension thing to me. Like I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's really neat." So there's that. Three MCs and one DJ is a good a good song. Uh, the Grasshopper with Biz. I I love Biz so. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man, this this was a tough discography to get through. Yeah, and again, because it's not bad. No, it's just it's like, just not what either of us are kind of here for. Yeah, like, it's not what either of us go out of our way to listen to. Yeah, body moving, body moving's a good one, a good track. That's about where I'm at. I have for Hello Nasty, and yeah. mind you, if I had the echelon of Rex. This is only slightly above the one I absolutely do not want. This is oh, my wow. this is the least favorite by them, other than the other one. Gotcha. And holy fuck, this album is long. Yeah. Opens with long. opens with standard Beastie Fair. They know who their audience is and what they want to hear, I guess. Yeah. Nothing really stands out to me for three to four tracks, even if Song for the Man is a bit of a 70s groover that I welcome now. So on this I, one. I do kind of like that one. On this one, I was welcoming the instrumental. I was like, okay, give me a break from whatever else they got going on here. I'd like to have a conversation here as a whole of hip-hop that is bass-led versus treble-led. I think Mm. this is where you and I might differ from this because Beastie Boys, very out in the forefront, is led by the treble. The treble is the punctuation, whereas the the hip-hop, the rap that you and I seem to enjoy the most is very bass yeah, that might be some of it. That that initial just basic energy of you're leading me with this higher pitched tone versus you're leading me with this lower pitched tone might be the reason it just doesn't hit for us the way it's it supposed. might be. Yeah, I, I thought about that long and hard after I thought about it. I was like, Hold right, on. this is clearly treble led. I don't know if I like treble. I'm I'm Megan Trainor. I'm all about that. <laughs> no treble. <laughs> Megan Trainor can't even hear the Beastie Boys. That's how much she's not in the treble. Right. But I just think it's interesting that when I when I thought about that and the Beastie Boys of treble land, I said, wow, that is a completely different realm of hip-hop. And there is still treble-led hip-hop now that I don't really listen to. 
I think you listen yeah. to some, like you listen to some of the backpack stuff. They're kind of yeah, I guess. Led, but it's a conundrum to me. Yeah, just a test is the first track to do anything for me. It has an okay hook, intergalactic. Like we said, it's an all timer. Yeah, it seems everything else was just setting the table for it. Like every other track on here is just like wait for intergalactic, wait for intergalactic, wait for intergalactic, and then I got it. I was like, great, I got it. Now we can shut it down. And no, it goes on for another two and a half hours. <laughs> Sneaking out of the hospital, I welcome. But I would gladly sacrifice it for a shorter record. Like, right. even if I'm liking the instrumentals, cut it and make the record shorter, and I'll probably enjoy it more. Yeah. Putting shame in you and flow and prose slow down just enough to give me something, a little bit of a different vibe. I appreciate that immensely. By Song for Junior, this album is too long, and I don't want it anymore. I don't need interludes and instrumentals here. There's a lot of junk on the second half of this record. Yeah. The second half of this record is a lot of just junk. Just yeah. Not, and, I say that, that that's as why I said politely it, as I can. It's a side A competition. There's for this a lot of junk on Nasty. Yeah. A lot just junk. Just mm-hmm. absolute junk. Yeah. I wish it wasn't. I wanted all I wanted all these records. When I went into this, I wanted all these Beastie Boys records to blow myself. I, wa- I was gonna say I wanted to be surprised at yeah. how much I missed. Yes. Right? Yes. But in their Pantheon of songs. It's too dated. And that sucks that it is. Yeah. It's too dated. Their their best is their singles. Agreed. Like there's no deep cuts that surprise the hell out of me. They're singles for a reason. Yeah. They're singles because they're great. Yeah. And then the deep cuts, a lot of junk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so my next, my third yeah. pick, and possibly final pick, depending on what you end up taking. I dude, I have no idea. I gotta go. <laughs> Man. I'm struggling, man. I have one of these rated higher than the other one, but I'm thinking about them, and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Hot Sauce Committee Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is another record of theirs that I have rated higher, but I'm thinking of it. And if you put both these records in front of me and said you have to listen to one, I'd probably re-listen to Hot Sauce Committee Part Two. Yeah. And it's solely because it's closest to where we are in hip hop. Like it's, yeah. the, it's the newest record, so there's like some current stuff in there. Makes the noise is a fine opener, but the vocals are mixed too low. Nonstop disco power is mellower and more toned down. Most of the mixing feels off to me. I'd appreciate this mixing with their yelling vocals because it's toned down. Like the production is toned down. So why are why are you guys toned down also? Like you, if you want to yell, yell over yell. this. Yeah. It also feels weird. When Nas has that same like vocal production, like they even did it to Nas's vocals, which feels yeah. weird. We love Nas on this podcast. Nas on the as a feature <laughs> on this record. What I the see fuck what happened. I see what they were going for. Like I get it, New York thing. Like let's do it. Yeah, I get, I get it. it too. But, but man, he doesn't even hit. I don't think the song's great. I no. think Nas. I think Nas tries. But I feel like this song could be an epitome of Nas's career where he was just given the wrong beat. Like, yeah. they, like he just, there's certain Where's beats. Where's Hit Boy? There's certain beats that Nas just doesn't feel right on. And this yeah. is one of them. Yeah. The mixing is very apparent on that because Nas is under the beat. If Nas can't find yeah. the beat, don't put him under it. Yeah. Don't put him under it. Yeah. That's rough. It was, it was rough. I think Long Burn the Fire is a good track. I think. I think <laughs> I, there there were t- there were times here. I realized that this I need I need to get a stem player to listen to Beastie Boys. Yeah. Let, let me remix these. Let me tone. Let me put the treble down. 
Let me put right. the vocals up a little bit, increase the bass a little bit. Let me let me work on these stems and mix it so it's something that I enjoy listening to. Yeah. Obviously, you and I are in the minority because Beastie Boys are beloved. Oh man, yeah. Do I, mean, I think do I think it's a generation in front of I'm putting up by the way, I'm lumping us both in the same generation here. Do I think it's a generation before us that is way more into Beastie Boys? I do. Oh I yeah. Do. And because they don't have they didn't have other hip hop to compare it to. Yeah. Which checks out. Yeah, Emily's brother loves Beastie Boys. How old is he? He's older than us. He's I think he's five five years older than myself. And that timeline checks out. Yeah. Like, that checks out perfectly. Yeah. This record is like shoegaze funk hip hop. It's, it's basically wild. it's basically what we're getting out of this. It's not really for me. Lee Majors Come Again is a guitar-driven track. That's even too muddied for me. I don't think this is a bad record by any means. It's just very safe. I'm going to be honest. I listened to it twice. Yeah, it's just a safe record that they no. were like, all right, we'll put this out. Is it a bummer it's their last record? Yeah. yeah. Is, is there a part of me that maybe tried to like it more knowing it's their last record? Probably. That's the only reason I listened to it a second time. But I, I don't know what I expected. Did I expect them not to be safe? They're all older right. men at this point. Did I expect them to put out an experimental black metal record? No. Oh, Absolutely man. not. That would have been cool. Absolutely not. But this one. it. it Can I choose that one? It does bore me. What, the, the hypothetical black metal <laughs> yes. experimental album? Actually, yeah. yes, you can, because then I won't be stuck with a record that I don't want. Right. But, yeah, I'll take Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Okay. Sure. Right. Well, here we go. My yeah. last pick, Paul's Boutique. God damn it. <laughs> and only because I can't take a full instrumental record from the Guess, guess what I'm not taking? The mix up. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, we'll talk about that next. But yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, Paul's Boutique. Uh, which is funny because I look, I occasionally look up what other people rank albums as, like, so their discography. And Paul's Boutique is everybody's first pick. They're cons- it's it's considered one of the like the and this isn't talking about its importance. No. I think its importance is huge. Paul's Boutique's right. importance is huge. But it's considered one of the best hip hop records of all time. That's that's a that's a person I don't need to read the reviews. Oof. Yeah. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that listen to me spout off about dumb shit. They're right. Like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yes. Yeah. We all have a yeah. That's how this works. We all have exactly. Exactly. <sighs> uh but this I it doesn't really do anything for me. Like, I know everybody uh, is all about this. It gets all the praises. Uh, the only reason I picked it is because there's vocals. This record, I actually owned on vinyl at one point. Did you own it because the cover just looks like that David Bowie cover? Nope. I owned it because it was on whatever list I was trying to go after. Yeah. And then I listened to it and was like, I think we're good. Yeah. And then I sold it. Yeah, so I don't even have it anymore. Shake your rump might be the shake your rump a single. Shake your rump is solid. That's a solid track. Yeah, but there's not a lot on here that does anything for me. And B boy booyah bass is the longest goddamn thing ever. I gave that one a lot of a lot of leeway because I think that's I think that's lost in time. I think that track itself it played for a very specific audience at a very specific point in time. We don't see people out on cardboard boxes anymore. B-Boy did. No, and, we don't. And, and I think if we did, that track would make more sense. That track would be better. But I think it's lost time. I think that is one sure. that is lost time. I think this whole discography is lost to time. 
Uh, to the five boroughs holds up. Except for to the five boroughs. To the five boroughs holds up. How about we? How about we drop everything and draft all our to picks the five boroughs, and we just like co-own to the five boroughs. Oh, oh, hold on, I have it. So this is me <laughs> giving something up and you getting something. <laughs> what does this do for me? We need to make that happen because mm. oh, the rest of this discography just does not. It it because it's it's dated. Yeah. And it, it faded more than most music because when it when the music came out, it was so early in what it was doing. So yeah. there was no real direction yet. Yeah. So then when you go back and listen to it now, where you see where the direction went, and you see that this it, it helped it, but it wasn't the it wasn't the lead. It wasn't what directed it to where it is now, but it helped the movement of it. Yeah. For Paul's boutique, I have the openers a zero, without a doubt. Zero opener. Yeah, not a good mood setter, but whatever. Shake your rump is solid. The album came out in '89, and I admit yep. that even though it's still the '80s, this sounds like 1983 hip hop. Like it sounds it, older. It, yeah, it sounds it's the it's the Melly Mel once upon a time, not long ago. Yep. I just it's it's that when they aren't bending the genre or adding interesting sounds, it's just boring kind of me. It just kind of feels generic and what was it, you know just generic deep pop hip hop. You know, yeah, the, the bummer stuff. I enjoyed Eggman. I don't hate Eggman. I like yeah. Eggman. No, I feel like none of this, and it's not just this album. The whole discography, as I was talking about, you can't scrutinize it too much because then you see the flaws. Yeah, there's going to be flaws in the early makings of things. That's how you make things better, is you see the flaws and you improve upon them. Right. So that's what a lot of this is when you find these flaws. Like, oh, that's a flaw, but it wasn't a flaw at the time. They're just trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. I fought with myself a lot this week because I was it's like, tough. I, I respect tough. this. I do respect this, but yeah. I don't like it. I yeah. don't actually like it. I, we're on the same page. Yeah. It just like, it didn't do anything for me, but yeah, I, I do respect it. Like I respect the beastie boys. Mm-hmm. It's just, man, does it not hit for me? Yeah. Looking down the barrel of a gun is getting closer to where I want the production to be at. The keys on what comes around are spectacular for the moments they show up. Nothing here is bad or off-putting. It just fades into background noise, which may speak to like a, a comfort level of it. Maybe that's why people love this, because it just kind of fades into them, and they're like, oh, all right. That's yeah, good. maybe. And then, yeah, B-Boy Booyah Bass. I feel like it's lost in time. Yeah. And then on the remaster that we listened to, they separated it into like... 14 parts or something yeah the different parts or whatever yeah keep that together because then i yeah. can skip it at once right yeah <laughs> i've never been a b-boy but i did absolutely watch a dance show every day after school for two years <laughs> every single day after school i'd come home and there'd be this weird dance show on where it was just b-boys doing head spins and shit and i fucking loved it hey. i loved it there was a part of me that was like oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do i'm gonna be a b-boy hey I wore I wore beanies now. That's as far as I got. Right, that's it. Um, the album's fine, but without as many hits as the debut, it's 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 worse. Like if, yeah. if it had huge hits, maybe I feel different about it. But, I mean, I, I respect know. like the whole sampling aspect and looping and whatever technical stuff they were doing on this record. Yeah. But overall, like I just don't think it's it's my last pick because it had to be. So my last pick. Yeah. My last pick. I'm not taking it. I refuse to have this. No, you're taking it. I'm not you taking it. I yep. will not write it. Okay, you may say I have it. I got up to the five boroughs, so you can suck it. I'm not writing this down. That's why. You're, that's why you're taking it. I'm not, I'm not writing this down. It won't be on my list. And when I do the recap, it will not be on there. That's all right. I'm the saying it. I have it written down. 
the mix up. Yeah. Fully instrumental album. That's it. That's the review. That's it. It's it's fine. It's fine. But it's a whole instrumental album. Yeah, we already complained about the instrumentals on the other albums. I don't fuck with instrumental albums at all. Mm-mm. And now you're going to give me one of a, a group that I just listened to six albums where all I bitched about was their instrumentals. Yeah, because right. Because I, <laughs> I didn't need them. Yeah. If they would have taken all those instrumentals and put them on a different record and given me those records, maybe that's a different thing. Like, yeah. Give me the records without the instrumentals and give me the option of it. But see what they were doing. I see the artistic vision. They won the Grammy for it. So whatever. Did they really? It was like best pop instrumental album. Oh, okay. But yeah, they didn't win the the best best hip hop. Yeah, oh no, it. yeah. It was like best pop instrumental album. Whatever. Okay. They won the Grammy. Won the Grammy. They deserved it. That I day. did like the uh, like the in studio banter kind of stuff that was going on. Of course you did. I, I of course I did. It was an That's instrumental album, so I yeah. wasn't into any of it. Yeah. It it was actually maybe four tracks because you I never know. Some of these Beastie Boys records start with an instrumental, and I was like, okay, and then I got the next song. Right. It was like three or four tracks in before I was like, wait, There's are there no, no are there no <laughs> lyrics at all? None. Right. And then that's where we ended up. Yep. I'm not taking. I'm not taking a mix up. Not, not it, doing it. It's written down here for me. That's interesting that our notepads are different. Like it says, Brandon's fourth pick, the mix up. In summation, before we do, <laughs> in summation, before we do the like the review of what we chose. Yeah, I don't want anybody to hear this and hear it as don't listen to the Beastie Boys. No, because you may very much enjoy the Beastie Boys. I don't enjoy the Beastie Boys. It sounds like, Scott, you're on the same page as I am. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's just not what I want to listen to. And it doesn't match my energy that I have most. Of yeah, it it's definitely never a go to for me. Are they legends? Yes. Do they deserve to be respected? Yes. Do they deserve all the stuff they're getting? Yes. I'll even give them that. Everybody who loves them, you have all the right in the world to love them. I don't love them. Yeah. I love I, the I singles. Think I, yes. I was going to say, I love the singles. And maybe as people, yes, I like them. Yeah. But as whole records, which is what we draft. That's what this is. Here. It's a discography draft. It's not a singles draft. Yeah. That's a different draft. That's a fun draft. We a draft singles, singles draft would be much more enjoyable yeah. than a full discography draft. But as of listening to these as full records, boy, are there a lot of misses. A lot of junk. That's yeah. going to be, that, that is my motto for this discography draft. So there's a lot of junk. There is. A lot. There and is. I, this is the first hip hop draft we've done, correct? Fuck, is it really? I think it is. Our first hip-hop draft, it was Beastie Boys. But no, I am i don't mean it in that way. I mean it as when we do more, it's going to be the same situation. Whereas the full records just aren't. Like, who's, who's one? We said we were going to do Griselda draft. That's kind of different because that's very modern. Let's that's, even go. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk. We, we were gonna well, we talked about Jay-Z. We talked about Ludacris. If we do there, I guarantee you there's a lot of junk in those records that we just don't remember. Yeah, or, we talked about Wu Tang, Nas. Yeah. Oh Outcast. man. Are we doing Wu Tang or Wu Tang Universe? We talked about Universe. I feel like Universe needs to be the way to go because I haven't even listened to most Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I've definitely Universe. listened to more Wu Tang affiliates than Wu Tang. This is a Wu Tang episode, yeah. but no. I feel like when we get to rap and hip hop discography drafts, we're gonna have the same thing. We're gonna realize, I think all the weight for that is on the singles. Yeah. So yeah, did we did that here though? Like our favorite records were the ones with the singles. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. To wrap it up, Scott, you had the first pick. Yeah. You took ill communication. You fucked wrong up. choice. 
Check Your Head, Hello Nasty, and Paul's Boutique. Wow. I had the second pick. I took to the five bros, Jason Still, and Hot Sauce Committee Part Two, and that's it. And I the mix up, another record, and the mix. I don't think so. I'm gonna yeah. keep talking over you, and I edit, so <laughs> I could just edit out you saying I took it. Yeah, but you did take it though. Well, we'll let the fans decide. Fans, <laughs> the fans. We'll let we'll Greg let decide. decide. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott. So this Beastie Boys luckily weren't the only thing you were listening to do this week. Uh, no. So, what is your record? Uh, we're gonna go with a record that I found, uh, by happenstance from a band called Cleons Down. Okay, don't even know what yeah. that is. Neither did I. It is Jason Navarro from the Suicide Machines. It's a band that he had like from '95 to '97. Okay, and you just found this? Yeah, it's like Suicide Machines. Mixed with Fugazi. Uh, the record title is 1995 to 1997. It's just like a compilation of stuff that they put out. Okay. But uh, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm a I'm a big Suicide Machines fan. That's been uh that that's been documented. Yes. Um and then I'm I'm actually a big Fugazi fan too. And the experimentation of Fugazi uh, mixed with the you know, raucousness of suicide machines is is fantastic to my ears. So, yeah, that's my record of the week. All right, mine. Might as well continue the trend that we've been doing. Of uh, you and I have been sharing twenty year old records. So mine oh, is yeah. another twenty year old record, and it is Anthems of Rebellion by Arch Enemy. Yeah, that was fun. Holy shit, do I love that record. Oh, I that think I forgot how much I loved it. It is on par with Doomsday Machine for me, which we have an episode on. We do. We have an episode on Doomsday Machine. It's on par with it. I always thought Doomsday Machine I liked it better. There's a lot of tracks on Anthem's Rebellion that I really, really enjoy. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That, That's my that record of the week. We'll be just one. we'll be just as concise with our record of the week as we were at this track. Man, it this this is a rough this is a rough episode. <laughs> this is a rough episode. So all that's left is for me to tell you what we're doing next week. Please. Okay, so tell me what I'm getting into this week. Um, I'm not going to say you're going to be in a, a better headspace. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> That's the only thing I was hoping for. Yeah, we've had successes with um, Kesha in the past. We yeah. had success with Casey Musgraves. Yeah. We had success with Janelle Monet. So let's oh, give no. you one that you're probably not going to enjoy fantastic looking forward to it at least i mean i'm hoping you do okay but i i don't think this is the this is the right record to give you but it's the one i love the most okay so you are going to be getting the fame by lady gaga lady gaga oh i was wondering when she was gonna creep up it is now it is happening now and the only thing that i want to say to you is try to see it as a pop record Oh, see, try, try to come out because if you don't, Scott, you're going to yeah. see it as a dance record and you're not going to yeah. like that. No, so try going from the pop aspect, at least. And OK, I love this record. Yeah, I re-listened to it this week before giving it to you. And I was like, yeah, I should probably give him Joanne. Or, you know, one where she actually is, you know singing singing not <laughs> she sings on this and it's great 
but it's definitely a pop dance record. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. love it. I'm gonna have a good week, but I feel like we, we we've we've built up so much good in the past couple with you that we haven't had any bad lately. Yeah, and I'm hoping that maybe you surprise me. I'm not really expecting on this one, but I'm hoping you surprise me and say, oh, there's, there's some stuff on here I like, but... Look forward to my record of the week being Beastie Boys next week. The, oh, it might. <laughs> the fame. Lady Gaga. I love this record. This one actually feel a little dated, too, but it's not that old. Right. You will definitely know the hits. At least two okay. of them. At least two of them, without a doubt. I think... I know Poker Face. I don't yep, know if that's on, on this record. Okay. Yep. I did a cover of Poker Face once. She just came out and confirmed what Poker Face meant. Oh, so okay. We could talk about that on the next episode, unless you just want me to tell it to you now. No, you can. We'll do it next episode. Okay. And you would, you, the other big hit you'll know is Paparazzi, without a doubt. Oh, I do know that song. And then there's there's a couple more you might also know, but those are the big two. Gotcha. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Next week, look forward to me saying Lady Gaga like that consistently too. I will not. I, I refuse yeah. to say it the other way. Lady Gaga. Yeah, refuse. That's the way it's supposed to be said. I Lady refuse. Gaga. So look forward to that. That should be fun for both. <laughs> should be a real fun episode. Remember that thing we said about how it's hard to talk about things and they're just fine. Yeah. I think you're gonna come in with a different attitude. It's not gonna be just fine. <laughs> I know that. I know that. So I'll have a lot to talk about then. Yeah. So look forward to a two-hour Lady Gaga marathon where it's just me defending shots at Lady Gaga. From Scott. <laughs> All right, Scott. Thank you for the thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship, Greg. I guess Greg. Thank you for the episode. If Thanks, you want to, if you want to check out Greg's podcast, he does a horror movie podcast called Throbbing with Horror, and it's if you're into horror movies, it's excellent. So. Yeah. Check out Throbbing with Horror. Check that out. Wherever you find podcasts. I, I think it's everywhere. Everywhere. Scott, we did it. We did it. <laughs> that, that's all we can say. Listen to something new. Listen to something you love. That's your homework. Listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Are you listening? Are you listening? Appreciate you, Queen. <laughs> you love the Twin Towers? I'm, I'm Megan Trainor. I'm all about that base. Yeah, I don't even care. I think this whole discography is lost to time. Intergalactic planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. It's all on Greg. <laughs>